beginning. Welcome to the Grief James podcast. My name is Sean Ram alongside Dr. Joshua Black and alongside our guest co-host, Jay Carling Black. Jade, it's uh, awesome talking to you again after a long time. Seems like a long time. It, yes, it seems like a long time. I'm grateful to be here. Happy to be back on for this update episode and just looking forward to having a, a chat and uh, letting the listeners know what I've been up to and what's going on in my world. So yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy this worked out today. Yeah, listeners are wondering where you've been. Where's that female voice? They be, they, uh, <laughs> they've come to love so much. <laughs> so. Aww. Yeah, I know. So tell the listeners what's going on uh, with you and, and maybe why you couldn't have come on as frequently as you did before. Yeah, I've just been um, really busy with my own projects, uh, work and motherhood. So that's been eating up uh, the majority of my time. And then when I have downtime, I just like to obviously relax and get some self-care in there. So my schedule's been very full. But I've just I've I've been working a lot and writing a lot and yeah so that's that kind of explains my hiatus. And so, what's uh, life like as a mom these days? It's amazing. She's going to be two in July, so she's becoming a lot more independent, and um, I can see you know more of a personality shaping, and so that's been really amazing too you know, to witness and be a part of and just every stage has its own kind of challenges and, you know, wonders about it and milestones. So it's been amazing, rewarding and fun and uh, challenging on on my behalf. And perhaps her too, because, you know, she's really learning how to, you know, things that are safe to do and things that might not be safe to do. And she doesn't fully understand that concept. So you know, she's fearless and, and inspiring in that way. So it's been, it's been great. Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to, to have those different stages, because you get so accustomed to them in a certain way. And then all of a sudden, they're changing, they're walking around, you're like, no, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just having a conversation with a, with a coworker about that and saying, once you get your head around one stage, it just shifts so quickly and then it's like hold on let me catch up kind of thing so yeah it really keeps you on your toes and really just highlights you know change and being okay with change and being okay with that you know fast-paced nature um, of life and of growing up and so yeah there's a lot of lessons there so i know like uh where do you work right now jane um i actually um working on a contract with Stalo Nation, which is like a social service agency in Chilliwack, British Columbia. And so I'm doing um, a number of things through there. And actually, my contract just got renewed. So I'll be there for another year, give or take, um, which is exciting and amazing. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I think that's amazing because, of course, they're going to renew your contract. It's you. Oh, <laughs> but, thanks. <laughs> but on top of that, what what have you learned from just that job and having to be away from River for so long? Like, I think you know that in itself would be really hard for mothers as they sort of move forward. It's like that year they're so they're together so much, and all of a sudden, like they gotta go back to work. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's definitely a challenge, but it brings more balance to my life. So I think for me and my personality and and uh, I like to work. I like to have, you know, I like to feel balanced. And so, you know, being away from her, I mean, like some days it's like, okay, I want to just stay home and be with her all day, which is, you know, understandable. And then other days it's like, you know, I, I, I need to work and have adult conversations and, and, um, you know, be around adults and, you know, and that, and that kind of feeds me. So it's, it's a really good balance. And I mean, that's not for everybody, like, you know, each, each, mom has has to figure out what kind of jives with her and her personality and, and her goal her long-term goals you know aside from being a mother so I'm grateful to be able to go to work and then um you know and balance that out and have the weekends with her like I technically I guess work kind of sort of um a nine to five I mean sometimes I go outside those hours but for the most part I can expect that so and you know on top of that just uh where i work is extremely family oriented so they're just very supportive of 
you know, motherhood and what that looks like and, you know, what's required of me on that end and how important that is. So I appreciate that because I know not every um, organization is that understanding. So it's great. Yeah, that seems like uh, it's really important to have is, is a workplace that understands you. And, you know, that's your number one priority, you know, being a mother and to your daughter. And so if they can, you know, at least uh, understand that and then help you with policies that help you raise your daughter, I think that's great. And then that's the type of company that I think I would like to work for, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So it's it's really good. It's I you know, I found a sweet spot there. So it's working out right now and and um, kind of checking off all my boxes. So um, the stars have aligned and I've ended up in in a really good place that allows me to balance everything. So yeah, it's good. It's busy, but it's good. So what uh, I know, obviously, you know, it, it's a tremendous job, you get a lot out of it, but it's also sometimes exhausting. What do you do to kind of relax? What, what, what What's something Jade does? <laughs> well, sleep. <laughs> sleep is a big part of it. And, you know, just just taking time to um, after she goes to bed, relax. I don't know if that's, a, you know, watch a movie or documentary or journal or like literally just go to sleep like really early, take a shower and go to bed at like 8.30, you know? And <laughs> so that's like, I love when I have the opportunity to do that and just be mindful of what I need in order to be operating at my optimal that. And then, you know, it's relaxing, like even to be with, with her on the weekends and, and go to the park or we like to go to the, uh, there's like a garden nursery in my community and it's a beautiful space. Like they sell flowers and, and all things kind of home and garden. And so we love to go there. It's huge and, and walk through, you know, the greenhouses and look at all the plants and stuff. And they have really relaxing kind of classical music. So, you know, playing. So we like to go there on Saturday and, and kind of do that. And, you know, it's just just uh, just about finding balance. And then, you know, sometimes you need just, you know, a night out with, you know, a few of your friends and that and that kind of keeps me balanced as well. So it really depends on the week and what my schedule has looked like for the five days prior or whatever. Um, and just making a, a point and a priority to squeeze in those self-care moments. And it's I can't stress that enough. It's so important. And I think a lot of moms, too, feel they call it mom guilt or whatever, but feeling guilty about taking time for themselves or doing something that might seem really superficial, but it might be important to them. And that mean, and that might look like going to get your nails done or going to a movie or I don't know, like it's different for every person, but you know, just, just allowing yourself to set time for that is huge. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And you know, it's great that you can even do some things um, with your daughter that help you relax and I'm sure she's enjoy she enjoys it as well. Um, do you ever think about like what it's, do you ever think back of, you know, times when you didn't have your baby and were like, I could just do whatever I wanted? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I think mainly, you know, just having that option of like picking up and going and like on a whim and just grabbing like your car keys and your bet in your purse and then like out the door kind of thing. Like it's, you don't need as much planning with her. Right. It's like an hour to get out the door because you need, snacks and change of clothes and diaper like everything right so it's everything has to be more you have to be more organized and more articulate when planning any kind of outing so you know that's changed a lot but uh, I think you know because it was a little older when I had kids too that it's I had a lot of time to be you know spontaneous and so I don't feel like longing for that mm. it's like I feel like oh you you had your time to go wherever you wanted whenever you wanted and 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 that was great and now this is something different so yeah absolutely I feel that probably um at a more mature age rather than having kids really young you know yes I would imagine if you had kids young then it'd be like oh I'm missing out all my girlfriends are partying and I'm here but that's right know, when you're an adult it's more just like and I think it makes you appreciate those those things you appreciate the simple things more because you can't do it all. So, you know, just watching a movie after she sleeps 
is might be a lot better now than it was when you were like childless because <laughs> it's like back then it would have been just like oh whoa what a boring night i'm sitting watching a movie but now it might be like wow this is amazing you are you couldn't be more right that is so true or just like sitting in quiet like in your living room quiet reading a book or like yeah whatever even scrolling through your phone and just like laying on the couch and like drinking a tea or like doing a meditation in silence or like any of those things yeah those small things become big things and you're so grateful for that quiet moment and and you know just just grateful so yeah and I, I you know i think that that comes with not only motherhood but just going through the spiritual journey and being humbled and being grateful then you realize it's not about always about these grand kind of gestures it's 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 just about those simple moments and a lot of you know peace and quiet or a home or even a tv or even the opportunity to even watch a movie is actually a blessing in itself because there are there are people in in different parts of the world that don't you know have that so yeah it's it's really counting your blessings and realizing you know we have a lot of really good good things going on that we take for granted and good opportunities that we have that we that we take for granted or we we our expectations are almost can be you know too high so yeah so uh so jade um the big thing i want to sort of talk to you about is this new logo that you're finally a part of and i've sort of wanted you to be a part of the logo for a while now but just uh just wasn't time and all of a sudden bam you see your face on a logo what is it what did that mean to you <laughs> and how'd you feel well, it's okay first of all it's, it's amazing shout out to martin it's a really cool creative thing i love it i think it's great and you know i mean i've always felt a part of our team and you know we have a relationship supportive relationship with you know between the three of us and and that's great and i always felt like you know as much as i'm a part of it it's still kind of your gig so i feel it completely included and amazing that you guys would even want me on there even though i'm not um I, well i won't say i'm not as committed but you know not as available to kind of see it through i mean you guys have been doing this you know since the beginning and I kind of hop on and off as my schedule or resources allow or whatever it is but I love it I love the image I think it's I think it's cool so yeah thanks for including me and um just a really creative creative way to represent you know the podcast and and our relationship and stuff so yeah what do you guys think about the new logo I uh I like it I I, I like it a lot um, I had so when we were coming up with uh, ideas for how to do the new logo, we liked the old one, so we want to keep it kind of around that. Um, definitely wanted to include you into this one, and I, for myself, I had specific things. I was like, you know, I don't really like the way my eyebrows are kind of in this picture. I look menacing. Can we soften those? And I was like, you know, he didn't get my eye color right. You know, they're a little lighter. Can we do with that? And, you know, I also wanted one without a hat because I was like, you know, I don't want everybody to think that's all I wear is hats. <laughs> and he did it, which is amazing. Like, and then he, he literally, I see the image. I'm like, wow, this guy did everything I asked for. And, you know, I look pretty good. I look better than I look in real life, which is great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, it was really important to include you in here because we definitely consider you uh, our, our third member of the team. I, we like having you on and all those episodes you, you've done in the past uh, is really insightful and, and really great episodes. So uh, just happy to have everybody together on one graphic. So cool. And Josh, yeah, what's I, your feedback? I was shocked at how white I looked. <laughs> <laughs> you are white. Yeah, you are. You are quite. I am white. <laughs> Makes me want to go out in the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's common. Um, but it's uh, it's very interesting because I at first I was like, oh, like I was so used to the old image, and then when I saw that, I was like, it took me a little while to finally get used to it. But then I'm like, wow, like I look like an adult in the image compared to the other one. And it's like Sean was saying, like he's not wearing a hat, like, so he seemed more like an adult too. Yeah. Like we're all adults. And I think there's something beautiful about that. And then like also the journey to get to that stage where it's like, we've done a hundred episodes. Here's a new logo with who we've become <clears throat> because of that within that, that time frame. So 
at the end, I, I, I really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, he did an amazing job. It's dope. It's like one, you know, one of those things, like how often in life can you had the chance to get yourself in a cartoon form? Yeah. Not, not many. Two, oh, two, I guess. <laughs> soon, soon we'll have our own cartoon. <laughs> uh, what happens if we did a comic? That yeah. would be cool. Oh, like a comic book? Cool? Yeah. Get Martin. So Martin Dunn is the one who actually did this, and he's a real-life comic book creator and uh, storyteller. So, yeah, it'd be amazing, actually, for him to let me do, like, a Grief Dreams comic book. We should all have superpowers. Ooh. What do you want, Sean? I don't know. They should be related to what we do. So maybe like one of us is like an intuitive that we would like feel through touch. The other one's like, you know, auras. I don't know. <laughs> is that what we do? No, but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I don't know about you, Sean, but <laughs> I, know, I already have superpowers. Do we feel through touch? Or do we, no, we're not. No, but I mean, like we end up having conversations about stuff like that. I mean, like we interview people who kind of do that. <laughs> so Sean wants to be Reiki, Reiki master. <laughs> Crystal healer extraordinaire. Um, I would like my thing to be i could induce dreams i'd be like the guy that can uh like induce a dream in someone before, like after they were before they come on the podcast how would you do it through oh, through touch <laughs> no through thought <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna drug them my <laughs> superpower would be psychic abilities like to read people's minds hmm. and it would be that because I feel like that would just really help my interviewing skills because I would know exact. I would I would just blow people away with the questions I would ask because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when they don't want to go somewhere, you'd be like, you know that, and they're like, okay, and so you like foster sort of um, a sort of pathway, so it like gets there. Well, that's called. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a masochist. I don't want to hurt the people. But just... <laughs> the Socratic method, where you get them to a place where, like, they kind of maybe need to go, or they oh, want to share something. It. Yeah. Yeah, that might be better in a psychotherapy setting. I don't know. <laughs> the comic. See, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell them that I was. Mm. I, I would just surprise them. So there'd be a lot of mystery there, which you guys know I really like. So so it'd be like maybe <laughs> rather than like trying to get their darkest secrets out in there, <laughs> you'd be like looking at their thoughts and like what they hope you ask and you, you'll you bring that in. Yeah. Kind of thing. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds brilliant. Love it. So what are we doing? Are we solving mysteries or grief dream mysteries? <laughs> mysteries of all kinds i was actually reading uh daniel the other day from uh, the bible and Mm -hmm. in the story there that the king i think it was nebuchadnezzar if i recall correctly anyways he had this dream and he didn't remember the dream but he knew the dream impacted him and so daniel was the one who basically prayed and then he got the dream understanding of the dream that the person had they just couldn't remember so that'd be kind of cool to like bring on people and then tell them dreams they pro- they had but they just don't remember mm, that'd be yeah. kind of cool that would be amazing yeah and then maybe like live podcast sean can do some uh, <laughs> some feeling some touch some readings yeah <laughs> or t- he could even take <laughs> them back into the dream that'd be cool so like if they're like live you take them back into the dream and you're a part of that dream Inception. with them Oh, yeah. yeah I was like just Inception. gonna say this, yeah. nice. this feels like Inception now. <laughs> Coming up with a new movie. <laughs> that's funny. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. Imagination is power. So that's that's you know to be able to conjure up some sort of imaginative comic book and 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 it just really gets the creative brain waves going. So I definitely like that. Mm. And then, so the uh, the big thing too, you weren't around for our uh, update hundredth update episode. So, what are your thoughts on getting to a hundred episodes, Jade? I can't believe it. It's I can't believe it. It's amazing. It's it really speaks to people are interested in this stuff. Like I'm like I I don't know. I like I feel like we are, and that's fine. And like I knew that and everything, but I I'm shocked and like how many guests reach out or when you ask you know guests or or whatever they they um they're really enthusiastic to come on and like contribute and you know the other surprising thing i've had a few people kind of reach out to me that have said like nothing it's been complete crickets the whole journey and it's just been in the last like three weeks and they're like 
oh yeah, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't say anything. So it's like, you know, there, we never know who's listening. We never know who's interested, who hasn't, you know, spoke up and, and, you know, people that are, it's surprising to me, like, oh, you're interested in that. I would have never guessed. So that's cool. Like we have a tribe. We have, you know, and I, I feel like there's a lot more people than we're even aware of that are, are into the topic and have, you know, had great dreams or interested in them or, you know, whatever that looks like. So cool. And, you know, and it also speaks to the, the, the beautiful situation that, uh, an idea, one simple idea, a light bulb going off can manifest into this. And here we are, you know, uh, this much time later and it's hundred episodes. I mean, that's, it's great. It's so great. Yeah, very well said. I feel the same way. Um, you know, one idea that you just believe in and you just you go with it. And, you know, the hard part is just being consistent with it. And that that we had difficulties in the beginning, but we got past that. You know, there were the hurdles that we got over. And to now it's just a, a very consistent, regular part of our life. And it is funny. Uh like, you know, because again, like a lot of your episodes are in the top 10. So, you know, there's a lot of people listening. But like even even the other day, I I, I met someone and um, they had mentioned the podcast and they were talking about it and they're like thanking me for doing it and, you know, say that they listened to it. And I was just like, what? Like, I don't really, it's just, it's, it's always surprising. And because again, you don't really, I, I didn't really, and I'm sure we're all the same. We didn't initially start this for fame. We didn't start it to be recognized, but, you know, it's a good feeling when you do get recognized for it because you just feel like, okay, well, it's just, I'm on the right path, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all, and you're absolutely right. Like who, who really cares who, who buys it? I mean, we love doing this and we love talking and connecting to people and that's really important to us. And, and it's a, it's a healthy activity. It's a passion project. It's a way to spend your time. I mean, in my mind, there's a lot less constructive things we could be doing with our spare time. So I think it's a healthy outlet, not only for grief, but just constantly reminding you of, you know, the human connection and how powerful people are and how resilient people are and how it just takes you right back down to that kind of real raw place, you know, that, that, that connects us all. And that's, that's amazing. I mean, I want to do that regardless of if anyone's listening. So the fact that, yeah, you just have people like tuning in and, and they're interested in it. It's, it's so cool. hundred yeah. episodes. Yeah. That's a great point. I think to, to have something positive and a positive energy that you're giving back to the universe that you're putting out there, you know, there can be ne a lot of negative stuff on social media. There's positive stuff too, but to add to the positivity by putting out the episode and then whatever we do on social media, that's, that feels like good work. It is. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And this will be the 110th episode actually. So man, it's just, they're flying. The episodes are flying. And I also love the podcast because not only does it talk about grief dreams, which is, you know, just amazing in itself, but there's so much about just life that I think we don't really have those conversations with our friends sometimes or just strangers or other people. And there's a lot of lessons we can we can use for ourselves as we try to figure out this world and how to approach it in a productive and healthy way. So um, there's just so many people that come on that you said like are resilient and they've went through some struggles and they've went through some, or they have some interesting careers and what that's like for them. And I think all that stuff is helping people enjoy the show and make it more of a show so it's not just the sadness of grief, but it's about the whole life and that there, that grief is just a part of the journey. It's not the whole journey. Yeah. Another thing I think is, um, you know, just, just to on, on the path of personal development, you know, I find that it's, it's doing the podcast has made me a better speaker, maybe able to put, you know, my thoughts together a little bit more quicker than I used to in the past. And, and just having, being able to probe and have questions for other people ready listening listening is a huge part of being a host and just having space for the guests to kind of fill in that void and then you just bounce back off that yeah it, it, it personally like in terms of like just speaking and, and personal development it's brought a lot and i think each episode is just you know that's just all practice all practice and uh, i enjoy that that part of it for sure so jade what's the one thing that uh that you've gained i guess from it 
in the sense of you're looking back at your first episode doing it to this episode when you're speaking on the podcast? Were you nervous to start? Like, was that something when you first came on? Was it, was there nerves involved in that? Not as much because I just hadn't written a book about my sex and cocaine addiction and released it into the world. So what book was that, by the way? <laughs> Quiet Mind, Open Heart. Great read, like, by the way. Very thanks. Great read. Yeah. Thanks so much. So, um, yeah, there's things I would change about the book, I guess, but it's a moment in time. I mean, I wouldn't hold anything back, just whatever, but that's another podcast. But, you know, I think just releasing that into the world, it's like, it's already out there. So it's, I'm already humbled and, and everything and, and, and kind of cards are on the table. So it's like, okay, let's just, and yes, I'm not like used to being on a podcast and interviewing and stuff. So it was a new experience, but I don't think nervous or afraid. I think I had already, um, I think I had already overcome a lot of those feelings, you know, just in, in other situations before coming on the podcast. I think it was like episode three that I did the, the, um, so it was like right in the beginning. And I talked a lot. Like I remember going back and listening to that episode, like maybe six, seven months after we released it. But yeah, like it's just I can see the growth in like like Sean said, like listening. I'm a better listener, and just in my personal life, like uh, the theme of discernment has come up a lot for me, really over the last six months, and really intensely over the last like two months. But so knowing what to say and when to listen and how we absorb, you know, the thoughts and opinions and experiences of others and stuff has, has, I think been heightened and I'm, I'm more skilled in that area. So I think that's great, but you know, it's hard to pinpoint all the changes. I mean, I, uh, some of them are small or may seem a little bit more subtle, but they're definitely meaningful and I'm sure if I go back and, and, and listen to this episode, you know, after and compare it, then I'll see some subtle differences. I know I might not say um as much, which is, I don't know, we can ask Sean if that's true, but <laughs> yes. um, see, I just said um right there. But yeah, like this, you know, just changes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see the growth for sure. And and that's mostly because I have to re-listen to these podcasts. I edit them. So I really like a microscope. I'm I'm going second by second and uh for sure you know you you've made leaps and bounds and we all have for sure and it's interesting going back to those episodes like the early ones and i feel so naive and almost like i we just jumped into it and just did it like i think maybe that's why the nerves weren't there as much because we didn't really know what we were getting into but uh after that and also you know what helped uh for me was just doing it with someone else doing it with josh or doing it with you think I would have been more nervous doing it alone um, just trying to find my way through an interview uh, would have taken longer but I think doing it with other people uh, it, it's those moments where you have a, a you know mind block or you know don't have a question ready or something I just look towards Josh he has something ready so it's great well yeah and then and then too like we're better together than we are apart. And if we're going down and it fails miserably, like at least it's the three of us that are going down and so we're all yeah. embarrassed together and it's a learning curve together. You know what I mean? Like you're absolutely right. If you're with somebody, it's like, okay, let's just try this. But that's the only way to figure it out too. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You go and you jump in and you try it and it, it's you either learn and grow or you very quickly discover like this probably isn't for me. I need, I need to, you know, stick to my day job kind of thing. So, um, I mean, you know, the situation will let you know. Yeah. It's, when I look at the podcast too, I realize that I've learned a lot about grief and people's journeys that actually is helping me when I talk about grief with people and their journeys. So it's like before I was like, let's just chat with people and, and look at their dreams and talk, but actually I'm feeling more comfortable being able to talk to people and understand maybe what they may be going through like for prenatal loss is something I didn't have any understanding really about the challenges until I'm um, talking to some people about it on the podcast. And so I don't know but with you, Jade, has it helped your communication style when it comes to talking about grief or asking the questions? Yes, it's definitely made me more understanding of all the different types of experiences and, and, you know, cause you're just kind of viewing the world through your own experiences and your own uh lenses and some of those experiences might be similar and some of them might be completely 
uh, removed from anything you've even heard of or experienced or anything. So it's such a wide range of how people internalize their experiences and, and how, how it shapes them. So I think it's maybe more kind of worldly that way and a lot more comfortable talking about grief and a lot more comfortable bringing up the topic of grief dreams and what it looks like to people and how they can help us in our journey. And so that's important. And so I, you know, I see the value in that. And there's been countless situations since we started doing this that, that I, you know, things have come up that I feel more prepared to, to kind of deal with not saying that I know all the answers, but I, I, I know a better, I have a better, more understanding perspective of, you know, how, how grief impacts our lives. Do people at your work ever sort of talk about their dreams with you because you're a, ho- a host of a podcast on dreams? No. Oh, they, no. Don't, <laughs> they, don't, they don't open that door, right? <laughs> no, nobody's opening that. Well, I think maybe one person for like all of two seconds shared something, but they weren't willing to, to crack that open. And I don't know if they don't want to mix, you know, some people are more open-minded than others, which you guys obviously know that. Um, and some people, if they're not quite sure how they feel about it, they might be more reluctant to kind of share it. And I don't know if they're going home and sharing with their sister or whatever that looks like. But in the work setting, um, there's a little bit, you know, of a wall up. But I'm inquiring. They're just not really showing up to the party. So I, I um, probably like the annoying person that's like, have you ever had a grief dream? Like over lunch? And they're like, oh, God, I'm just trying to eat my sushi and go back to work. Like, leave me alone. Um <laughs> But, you know, I want to talk about those things because I like that more than the weather. I like talking about that more than, you know, coffee shop yeah. talk. I mean, there's a time and a place for coffee shop talk, but like I need, I need more. So um, thankfully I have you guys in this podcast to kind of satiate that, that, that desire. So. Yeah. I had that at my last workplace um, <laughs> and like, I, I would like, people would ask and i would tell them oh yeah i have a podcast oh and then they'd even go further and be like well what is it let me look it up and then you know it just i wouldn't get any feedback so i'm like they're probably not listening um and uh, yeah i mean it's 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 odd i don't i don't really i don't i don't think too much of it i just think that you know that's just people people live in their life and you know maybe when the time's right they'll find it themselves uh, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a weird thing. It was also, maybe I worked with a lot of young people, so maybe they just weren't, uh, connected to their stuff yet, connected to grief and all that. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's a very important piece that you said that, you know, timing is everything. And like the, the story will, will open up if it's meant to in perfect timing. Like the people that listen to us are they're ready for that, for that conversation. They're interested in that for whatever circumstances in their life have, have led them to a place to Google grief dream or, you know, and then they, or to be more inquisitive when we are talking about it or bringing it up or I hand out the business cards and stuff and like all the time. And, you know, sometimes you find them in the garbage and other times people take them home. So it's like, you know, but you, you can't be hurt of, you know, over that. Right. Cause it's like, I'm not invested in other people coming because the ones who are interested and, and that that time is right now, then, then, then they're here. So yeah, no, no pressure. But it's exciting how there is sort of people that do want to know more. And I know you actually, you're doing a talk coming up soon, actually on grief dreams. So you want to share that and, it wasn't even by your choice, right? Like someone actually wanted you to do this talk. Well, I am, uh, we had, when we did that exploring uh, grief dreams um, workshop last January here in Chilliwack, uh, a lot of people came and a lot of people were interested and we got some really good feedback on it. So I'm actually going to be doing another, and it's not a workshop, it's more like a seminar, I would call it, but going to be doing um one on the 5th of may at thrive collective which is a wellness type agency they offer um clinical counseling and soon to be uh, a massage and so they host like a variety of kind of um workshops and seminars and and things of that nature all kind of centered around um health and uh, health and wellness so i'm going to be doing a, a 
seminar there on the 5th of May from 2 to 4, and it's at Thrive Collective. They have a website, so you can go check it out. And I'll be posting like a poster right away here, and hopefully we can put a link or something, some kind of connection on, on griefdreams.ca so that people who are interested in, and live out here and are in the area can get the information that they want. And um, tickets are $25 and they're for sale on Eventbrite. And uh, it's actually up and active now. So if you hear this and you um, want to jump on board, you can just Google Eventbrite, um, Exploring Grief Dreams, and the page will come right up. Uh, it's amazing. I wish I could go and watch you. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's a small group too. We're going to be doing like 14 people. So it's a smaller, and I'd like to keep it you know, 12 to 14 people, uh, this session will be. So I like that because I feel like, um, like at the other one we had what 75 or 65, or I don't remember exactly how many people were there, but it was a big group and, you know, we can share a bit and stuff, but I, I, I like it to be intimate because I feel like people when they're comfortable like that, they can just open up more and we can share. And I want it to be really super organic and, um so you know those are my intentions for the session so yeah yeah i liked how when you were sharing it to me and how you're going to do this talk that you actually were planning to do a different talk on a bit like love or something and they remembered you from the event like one of them i guess or a couple of them came to see you talk and they're like will you do this one <laughs> and you're like well i guess so <laughs> Uh, so I can't wait to see all the events you do. And I think this is just going to be the beginning one for you. But you're going to have so many more because I know how much you love to talk about life, um, overcoming struggles, relationships. You have a, a vast uh, wisdom on a lot of different subjects in life. And I know this is just a part of it, but it's, it's really cool when people remember you from just that one talk. Yeah, absolutely. And like the one girl that I actually ran into, she came to the love like last year, uh, I think it was, well, it was like the third of March I did it. So it was like a year ago, but I did a workshop, um, at the cultural center and it was love after loss. And it was like right after Valentine's day, a lot of people struggle with, you know, widows or people that are going through a divorce. And it was amazing. The people that came out. So anyways, one woman who attended that workshop will be coming to this grief dreams because she was a widow and she had she had a dream of her husband and she didn't share the, the specifics of the dream, but perhaps I'll um, get acquainted with, with her more, you know, during the, during the seminar. But um, yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, just connecting with people and you never know what they're interested in. And yeah, I love talking about love after loss and, and what that looks like. And loss is, you know, death and stuff, but there's all different kinds of loss. People move away and people break up and, and there are similarities. I'm not saying um, a divorce is the exact same thing as, you know, um, losing your spouse and becoming like a, you know, a widow, but there are elements that, that, you know, bring up similar emotions and feelings and the way that we cope and, you know, with all of that. So very uh, important stuff and very close to my heart. And, you know, it's my intention that people feel empowered to move forward with their lives, regardless of if they've experienced a loss and, and just taking something that they currently view as a struggle or a mess and moving to a place of, I can use this, you know, for something profound. That is my, that is my absolute favorite thing in the world because I mean, what's better than that when you think that it's the end of the road and there's no, no, no other place to go. And then alas, there's, there's, you know, new doors and more options and, and upgrades. So it's just really cool and I'm passionate about it. So can't wait. Yeah. I think your, you know, your, your life experience combined with the knowledge you've gained is it's made you the apt person for something like this, where you can incorporate lots of different topics. You know, you have the ability to talk on a, a bunch of things, which again, like you said, grief and loss, it's all related, you know, love, romantic relationships, um, even, even throwing some addiction stuff in there, but it's all that that's all life and it's all related. So, and I think you're, you're, you're great, uh, presence. And you're going to bring a lot to the table and, and people are going to get a lot out of it because you're also a person that can speak well. And in general, like you're, you're an inviting person. And I think that that's the best combination, uh, especially with those type of. Yeah. And I love the idea of, of a small, intimate thing, because 
again, like after after kind of do, uh, going to some of uh, Joshua's talks, I, um, I enjoyed the smaller ones because, you know, people seem to feel more comfortable to speak out and meet the people next to them and have conversations. And that's that's really like you see in the class, you can actually see people kind of uh, whether it's, you know, absorb the material and get something from it or their just eyes light up or, or even just connecting with someone that they never thought that someone would feel the same way that they do. So uh, great idea with the small groups. Great. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, all the information, we'll put it under the uh, presentations tab on the website too. So people can find your event right there. Then we're also, we're doing one in Toronto for the first time. First time we're doing a talk in Toronto, which is really exciting for me and Sean. We're doing also exploring grief dreams, but we're also doing a, live podcast so that's going to be interesting to see how that goes it's be a trial run for for sure because <laughs> <laughs> it's like right now we're in a room we're just talking about like when there's people in front of you and you have to get the mic set up and so that's gonna be a fun new new challenge for us to be able to be able to do more podcasts maybe on the go when we travel uh, in front of audiences and stuff so we're looking forward to that so that is on april 27th in toronto so uh, if anyone's listening is in near toronto Feel free to come out to that, and we're charging thirty-five dollars for that, and it's a three-hour, three-hour session there. Then we're also to try to promote Grief Dream some more in Toronto uh, and surrounding areas. We're actually decided to do some promo at some expos. So uh, one of the expos is coming up on April fourteenth. It's a spiritual expo in Burlington, and that's on yeah April fourteenth at one to six. And then the other one will be in Toronto, and it's a yoga and wellness show, September 28th and 29th. So all this information will be on the website. But Sean, what do you what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think this is going to attract some new listeners at these expos? Yeah, I, I like the way I like the expos. Uh, there's positive things come from it. We've we've been to one uh, as a podcast. We went to the Death Symposium in Toronto, um, and. We didn't know what to expect. You know, we went up in there and, and had our table, had some stuff, but it was really an amazing experience. Just the conversations, you know, people really approached us very genuinely and were curious. And, you know, it's it's that's the opportunity to really uh, advocate for what you do and, and have those conversations. And again, just just working on those skills that were developed on the podcast, those listening skills and just attentiveness and just general interest and questions um it just happens in real life then at, at a conference you know people they see the topic they get excited and you know they just think about their own lives and they want to talk and so so me and josh at that conference man it was just like well, eight hours a day we were just constantly talking like we were exhausted at the end but was, <laughs> very exhausted but it was worth it because you know the richness of the conversations and learning about people and seeing that people needed it you know, and there's all there was also like, you know, there's people from all sorts of walks of life, industry professionals and just, you know, the public and what what have you. But the ability, the the opportunity to be able to uh, advocate for the topic and talk to people about it. So that's why I, when, when you know, when we thought about it this year, we're like, you know, let's definitely sign up for those conferences because, uh, you know, again, it I, you, you can't you can't really estimate or guess it oh yeah this will bring in this many more listeners or this or that but i think just in general just that one-on-one -on -one interaction with people is 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 pretty important and i i enjoy that you don't know all the seeds are going to be planting and what that looks like like sometimes i mean i've done a few expos for my own like work and related stuff but never like a grief dreams one but you don't know uh you know people might not be as as vocal so you don't know the seeds they're planting and where those are, are going and sometimes they may see you and it might not be to like a year later to you pop back in their head and and stuff so i don't think any of that stuff is futile i think just having like a presence and being there i think is um even if you can't quantify kind of you know the impact you're having so good on you guys for going i wish i could join you in that i love just seeing people you know go through lots of people going through a space you know over the course of a day and and connecting with the ones you feel drawn to and and smiling at the ones that may not you know stop and and it's just really good to have that presence and and 
to, you know, be there and, and be open to opportunities and stuff. So it's hard to know what exactly is going to come out of it. But I think being open-minded and just going in a grateful headspace is amazing. Yeah. And one thing I, I thought about was also being a different type of vendor. Like when we were there, I would say a lot of people were either selling a product or a service. And um, whether it's, you know, jewelry, memorial jewelry, or, or you know, books, or, or what have you, or, you know, methods of healing and therapeutic this and that. But uh, we were unique. And if people would come up to us, oh, this is different. This is a podcast. Yeah. And then they just, again, open to talk. But yeah, we could use you because, again, to have a third person who can talk <laughs> takes, <laughs> would be great. People, they just takes pour in. People just pour takes, in. And, and yeah. we were literally like had to, we're in the middle of talking to one person and another person is like lining up behind them. We're like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is great. And that was at a conference where like there's minimal time before like in between break. And so it's really cool with these expos is that there's no real talks going on. So people have time to actually like speak and like so they don't feel rushed, I think. And, you know, like this, the spiritual acts who I know they probably get, you know, a lot of attention. The yoga and wellness one I'm really excited for because that's a totally different audience. And it's probably like we're probably the only grief or death thing that's going to be there. I'm guessing for. Uh, yeah, I. I it's different, but I don't know if it's totally different because, yeah, who knows what the mm. wellness aspect of it, yeah. what that can bring. But I mean, even even yoga, you know, this there's there's some definite therapeutic um, aspects to yoga, or some meditative aspects yeah. to yoga, and uh, I, I think it fits, but maybe not as a uh, fit, maybe not as directly <laughs> as a death uh, symposium. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think we fit in there for sure. Well, they do do uh, grief yoga, so that is a mm. thing. So, yeah, I, we do fit in there. It's just going to be interesting to see the uh, the reactions of people. And, yeah. And I'm guessing most people will see, well, would have had one too. So it's going to be a surprise for them to even, like, recognize, oh, and there's a podcast. And so I think we're going to get a lot of conversations surrounding, like, grief and death that maybe people weren't expecting going into the expo. And so I want to thank actually our listeners who donate because that's how we get to go to these expos um, and pay for this stuff because it is expensive. So thank you again for all your donations. And if you do want to donate, if you have a dollar or three dollars or five bucks and you want to donate per month, um, feel free to do that. We appreciate every penny that comes in. And you can see that information on Patreon.com or just on our website uh, under the donate button. So thank you again for all those who do donate and who will in the future. So we good guys? Is this uh, is this the end of the podcast or what? Ah, oh, so short, Jade. You got to come back <laughs> on again real real soon. Well, let's yes, let's let's do it. Let's do another one soon. I just I know there's some other things we we want to talk about, and we want to we want to keep the mystery going with the theme of this podcast, and we don't want to reveal all our superpowers. So I think <laughs> I think in the spirit of you know keeping things punchy. Yeah, and we should do another one soon. We should do another update kind of thing. Because, uh, you know, I do have some other things I'd like to uh, bring up. You know, things that just happen, grief-related stuff and, and whatever. So, yeah, we can pick that up uh, in part two and whenever you guys are available. Yeah, this has been fun. I love the uh, the update episodes. Just to be able to chat about life and stuff. And we're not interviewing interviewing anyone specifically so it's just it's great and you said we get a lot of information from you i'm glad finally you're able to come on and at least tell the people you know what you've been up to and what you're doing that you're still part of the team <laughs> and i look forward to when you get some more time be able to come back on and, and do some more interviews uh, for us Yes, well, things will. Um, I have two big, big projects um, that are going to be wrapping up in the next month and a half here. So, you know, perhaps I'll have some more time to to dedicate to guests and to updates and and you know just hanging around a little bit more. So that's good. But stay tuned on everything. And um, yeah, I look forward to to whoever's listening to this is interested in the exploring grief dreams thing please look for my poster in the next little bit here uh information and links on the website and i can't wait to see you if you want to come out to the session and thanks guys for having me today i appreciate you taking the time on your sunday i know sunday is a, a relaxing day for many of us and and time to get our ducks in a row for the upcoming week uh, that's what i like to do on sunday is just kind of reflect on what my deliverables are and what my intentions are and 
and to really just get my head, my head and my body and spirit feeling just really grounded to, to go into my favorite day of the week, which is Monday. Excellent. Thank you so much. And yep, uh, that's a great way to end it for sure. Sunday's that day and uh, it's definitely a restful day for me. <laughs> Josh knows how much I sleep. Um, all right. Oh, and uh, Jade, is there anywhere where people, your handles and stuff, people can reach you? Yes, I can be, I'm Jade Carlin on Facebook if you want to send me a message there. And I also have an Instagram. It's all lowercase, Jade Carling underscore, J-A-D-E-K-A-R-L-I-N-G um, underscore. So you can shoot me a message there or follow, join me on my page and yeah. And that, and that book again, what was that book called? Uh, the book is Quiet Mind, Open Heart, and um, you can find it on Barnes & Noble or Amazon.ca. I also have another book coming out this year in June, um, and I'll, I'm not going to say everything because I'll save that for the update uh, or the part two update episode, but um, it's a, a self-guided journal aimed at, at helping mothers through their journey. So I'll speak a little bit more on that later um and it you know it pertains to to grief because there's a section on uh postpartum and um prenatal loss miscarriage things like that so i'm really stoked about it and uh yeah we can we can talk a little bit more about that next time excellent big things coming up uh and that's awesome uh so you can check out our platform at griefdreams.ca for more information on the topic and like joshua said we had a donation button and there are perks to those who donate yeah, Facebook, you can join the Grief Dreams group. You can share your dreams or hear more dreams of others. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Grief Dreams. And as always, we like to end the show with love and gratitude from us to you. introduced myself you have introduced yourself this is a very good conversation